Holy guacamole, amigos. What's going on? It's the Loftus Party from CPAC. Here's what here's what I did, uh, Liberty Gypsy. Th- now, this is crazy because we're both in the same room. This is weird. It is bizarre. And I we're don't on like camera. It. Uh, right? <laughs> he said, I don't even know up. what that means. So we waited till like the end of CPAC. Yes. There's nothing tomorrow, right? No. Everything everything shuts down on Sunday. Everything shuts down today. Okay. You've been here before. I have. This is your, how many times have you been Third. here? Third. Is the third time the charm? Is well, this... apparently we won the White House. Oh, okay. It's a very different conference. Tell, I'm I'm a new. I've never done this before. Well, I am literally uh, overwhelmed. When you're I can't the... imagine. It, was it weirder last year? No, it's not that it was weirder. It's just when you're the minority party, there's a lot more. Just uh, anger. Yeah, straight anger. Straight up anger. Like, straight up people, anger. People do seem happy. Yeah, I'll no, people that. seemed very happy. I thought there'd be more freak. I'm a little disappointed with that. You didn't see enough. I thought there would be more. That's the thing I didn't see enough. I thought thought there would be more. Like, define freak. I don't know. Just like the weirdos. I go to this thing called Politicon, right? Mm -hmm. That's I've done that uh, two years in a row. Going to go back uh, this year for that'll be my third, right? And there are some like straight up wackadoos there, like straight up wackadoos. But But maybe those are the people on the left, right? Right, because that combines the right and the left together. Yeah, yeah. You got you got Netroots Nation at your conference. We don't have that here. I had never heard of Netroots Nation. (laughs) Netroots Nation is great. See, we got to go to that. That's that's (laughs) what that's what CPAC for the left. Yeah. Now, is there like a, a Burning Man for that? Because it, <laughs> no, it seems like well, there's I, I, cooler stuff. Come on, come on. It, there's, there's cooler there's, stuff there's at Netroots. Freakier stuff. Really? Like th- their MC for the entire conference was an illegal alien. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun, and he gets arrested at the end of the conference. No, and no. The Maybe this year. That'd be great. <laughs> a ceremonial arresting at the end of Netroots Nation. Netroots Nation. Okay. Um, that was a big joke that they laughed at. We missed Donald Trump. That was We did, the, the, but I we had, heard stuff about it. You were here for Mike Pence. No. You weren't. I thought, I was, I thought Pence was here Wednesday. You were here Wednesday. I was here Wednesday, but we were trying to bring all the equipment back, and I got body checked by Secret Service. And yeah. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. didn't have the scanners up. They didn't have the scanners up, and they apparently did not want me coming in, but they didn't tell me that. They decided to, like, you know. There, Just, there was fear of arrest. In there. Yeah, there was fear of arrest. Our cameraman, yes. Jim, offered to take the bullet. Do you know anything about the Michael Pence uh, speech? Um, yeah, they said he actually displayed a sense of humor. He compared himself to Trump. Really? Yes. Okay. Really built up his boss is what he was doing and, and talked about the things that Trump has actually accomplished that you don't hear about in the mainstream media. He has done a lot. He has. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. Oh, some I wish great, I could... great conversations with folks who've been working with the transition on Thursday, too. <sighs> Working. Oh, oh! Who did you meet? Who did you well, talk there's to? this great guy, Tommy Binion from Heritage, the the Cup of Freedom people. Ah, yes. Uh, before we started, we were handed uh, some kid comes by. Would you like a large cup of freedom? Like we're gonna say no, no, thank you. No, we don't do like any, freedom. Do you have any Not at all. Any hot communism left? Read. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got the Cup of Freedom from the Heritage Foundation. So you spoke to who? Tommy Binion. He is head of policy coordination for the Heritage Foundation, which took a a leading role in the Trump transition as far as domestic policy goes. Okay. Very upset with our congressman right now. They're on vacation. 
Yeah, I guess they figure they've got a, a lot of time. They've I got, don't. Can here's where I, I honestly don't know where. Like, should I be freaked out? Like, we're running out of time. Go Congress, go. Well, I mean, part of the problem is with with the House and the Senate not there, and especially the Senate is we have people waiting to be confirmed so that Trump can get more stuff done. Yeah, yeah. A ten day vacation for President's Day. I'm not a fan. Here's what I'm saying to to the President uh, of the United States right now. Stop putting people up for positions when we don't know how to say their names. <laughs> right? It's Betsy DeVos, it's Betsy DeVos, it's Betsy DeVos. I don't know this chick, uh, and I don't know how to say her name, which makes me feel like an idiot. And this Munchkin guy? Munchkin? I, I don't even try. And he, I don't even know what he does. I just know he's Munchkin. Something with money. Treasury. Treasury? See? There you go. Right. You were right. He's a good man, the Minishkin. <laughs> Who else is he going to uh, well, nominate? Secretary of Health. Minishkabishk? No, Price. That one's easy. Okay, that's We can good. talk about him. All right, we're, we're good with Price. We're good with Price. We can talk about we're that stuff. down with Price. So, uh, he, should we be in a panic? Are we it's running out really of time? It's not really a panic. It's just like, what are you doing? What do you do? There's work to be done in the first hundred days. Do you think Nancy Pelosi and... and uh, Chuck Schumer would have given a Democratic Congress 10 days off in Hillary's first 100 days? Yeah, I kind of doubt that. I doubt it. She had much work left to be done. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Much work left. That, it really, it, it, We still it, have work to do. It creeps me out every you time I hear it. it. There's there's a ton of, of audio and video clips of, of Pelosi talking about the work we have to do. Hillary Clinton, oh, there's lots of work. We have to still work needs to be done. And Obama, I didn't realize how many times he said it. Somebody oh my showed. God! That was his whole that was his whole shtick in the a campaign. A lot of work. We have to, a lot of work. Just gives you the creeps. Well, because you know creeps. what they want to do. What do they want to do? Well, they want to do that whole democratic <laughs> socialism thing. Yes. 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 All right. So, what's what's your favorite part of CPAC this year? My favorite part of CPAC this year. Well, I I mean I loved taping the show yesterday. That was fun. Yeah. We had a lot of great we interviews. Had, we had some good time. We have uh, that that uh, Timon Prax kid. Timon. Hilarious. Timon. <laughs> Not Timon. Timon. I did it. I <laughs> you did it. did it. There's this kid. You'll see him on the show. <laughs> I, I turn into Chris Walken. There's this kid. You'll see him on the show. Timon Prax. Yeah, it is Timon Prax. I don't yeah. know who he's. Because you wanted to do the whole Lion King, Timon and Timon Pumbaa, and, Pumbaa, and you lost excited it. about that yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Barn. That guy was hilarious. Good-hearted guy. Yep. We'll see what happens with that dude. Uh, Ryan Gadurski. Ryan Gadurski, very funny kid. He cracked you up. That kid made me laugh. That's what. That's. I guess that's that's my big thing. I met a lot of new people. Uh, I told, laughed a lot. Told a lot of people about the show, and people yes. were excited. Well, they say that. Let's see. Let's see. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, you know, I'm, a, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. They don't know quite what they're looking at. They're, they're not sure of the whole thing. But uh, yeah, freak factor way too low. I needed, I needed many, many freakier people. Uh, at the thing. There was the guy walking around. Oh, I'm dressed up as Uncle Sam. There was the, the, the reenactor guy. A lot of people with flag pants. Flag pants and flag shorts. Yeah. And uh, it was really warm too. It was. We had unseasonably warm weather. Very unseasonably warm. That Midler is very concerned. Oh, was that her tweet today? No, that was, that was today uh, or yesterday. Yesterday, I think. Maybe worried about before. global warming. It was sixty-two in New York, and that was a problem. That is who I missed. There's a dude, um, Steve Goddard. Yeah. On Twitter, I guess he gave a a, a speech. Yeah, there was a whole a whole talk on the global. lie of global warming, and yeah. Yeah, you and we saw none of it. 
I did. I, I interviewed. I went to CPAC, I, I I went to CPAC and I didn't see anything. I interviewed one of the guys that was on the panel, but not really? Stephen Goddard. Who yeah. did you interview? Oh gosh, some dude, some, some dude. climate dude, some dude. What's he saying? Is it real? Is it fake? He just says that the left has been so conditioned, or that corporate America has been so conditioned by the left that they're going to keep doing this stuff no matter what. Like they're going to keep, you know, sustainability and all these other programs in there, and and basically, um, you know, climate models out to like 2050. Okay. We're going to move less than 0.5 degrees Celsius, and it's going to cost us trillions of dollars. Wow, that's a little disheartening. It's a little disheartening, but I'm kind of hoping Trump takes that whole Paris Agreement just goes gone. Yeah. Gone. <clears throat> I don't miss styrofoam. I don't. It Remember when they funny. got rid of that? Yeah, it tastes funny. I don't miss it at all. It was a bad product. Right? I like I like the uh, the cardboard stuff that the Big yeah. Mac comes in. Like that's oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, an, yeah. I'm okay with that move. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Arby's now comes. Yeah. Yes. I'm even a bigger fan of just wrap it in some paper. Just wrap it in the paper. It's recyclable. Just wrap it in the paper. I also worked in the waste industry, so I know what they actually do with the of stuff in the blue bucket. Of course you worked in the waste industry. Of course you did. I did. This is when you were uh, living in Oslo. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> a new city. Let's write that one down. There, so we've gone San Francisco, upstate New York, Chicago, Sacramento, uh, all points north. Okay. So you worked in the waste industry mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yep. With the Teamsters. This, this is a glorious time in your past. <laughs> what happened there? Were you all mobbed up? Did you have a mob nickname? Yeah. <laughs> what, what was your mob oh, nickname? Oh, no, I didn't. They did. <clears throat> but it was I like, worked with the Teamsters, yes. I was the company interface for the Teamsters. Okay. Now, was this like a, a really like a, a mob run? Like, in, oh, yeah. We're in the, we're in the waste Except, it, well, no, in Chicago, not unlike New York, where it was owned by the mob, Yeah, it was the Dutch Mafia in Illinois. Very polite mafia, the Dutch mafia. <laughs> With they, very difficult they, to pronounce they, last names. They come in and they paint your house. <laughs> Consider that a warning from the Dutch mafia. How do you like that color of blue? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the Dutch mafia has been here. There's a thing, uh, there's the Dutch mafia for real? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, because the guys from New York, Are they terrified? the guys from New York in the 20s and 30s tried to come over and take it over. And the Dutch, like, yeah, didn't let that happen. The nineteen, the nineteen twenties, thirties, twenties and thirties. Yeah, you were, you were in. No, I the wasn't. Waste disposal I, people told me the stories. In the 1920s. People told me the stories because these are all family-run. <laughs> these are all family-run organizations. I kid you not that have been bought up by so the there's waste management. Stories, there's stories about the. <laughs> yes, we're the done. There's a book. <laughs> passed down to generations. Yeah. Oh, the Dutch Mafia want, runs the garbage in Chicago. <laughs> yep. And there's stories from the 1920s. What? <laughs> this is great. I was just talking about good. the blue buckets that no. you put all that stuff in. It just goes in the trash. But no, tell me about the Dutch Mafia <laughs> in the 1920s. <laughs> the things they would do. Like, what's a horrifying story? They killed the mob when they came and tried to take over the business. They, like, killed the dudes that tried to come and do it. The Dutch Mafia? The Dutch Mafia killed the dudes from New York, yeah. Oh, okay, so the Dutch Mafia runs garbage. You don't take in their Chicago. money. Do not take their money. You do, you never take the money for the Dutch no. Mafia. No. So the Dutch mob runs garbage in, in, in Chicago. In I'm not lying. The New York mob comes in. <laughs> tries to. Tries to. And the Dutch Gone. mob is like, we're not having none of that, eh? <laughs> and that usually with suspicious. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Now where is where's Scarface? No idea. He wasn't around in the 30s, was he? Do you ever think 
that they were lying to you? you no, no, it was a book with names. It was yeah. a book, the great big book of the Dutch Mafia. I have you know, to, everybody has a story. Well, yeah. that guy today had a story. I tell you what, the, the, only, <laughs> now the only reason I'm on board with the Dutch Mafia, even a little bit, is because there's this dude uh, named Boz Rudy, okay? Okay. And he is a, uh, a UFC fighter, mm-hmm. and he is a friend of uh, Kevin James and has been on, we've had him on Kevin Wade a couple times. Oh, nice. He's got a character, plays uh, Rutger, and Boz Rutten is this big Dutch guy. Oh, yeah, they're very and tall. No kidding. Like, like if you hear Dutch Mafia at face value, hilarious, hilarious, until you, you find out about Boz Rutten. This guy just loves to fight. He is a yeah. big, big, uh, sweetest guy you'd ever meet. But, man, he was giving me some tips. We were filming an episode uh, a couple weeks ago, and he was giving me some, like, street fighting tips. Like, if you are ever in the situation where you need, you know, you, there's too many guys. You, you sound Russian. Get... Yeah, I know. I don't do Dutch very well. <laughs> But he showed me this move, and I'm not going to talk about it on the show. Not going to do it on video because you never know when you're going to need to bring that out. But I tell you what, I will end a confrontation because <laughs> I got some buzz, some uh, buzz Lightyear, no, some Buzz Rudin street fighting Dutch mafia. So maybe there was a Dutch mafia. We have to. We do had all the Vanderhoevens, the Van. Don't go messing yeah. with the Vanderhoevens. Don't unless you got some money. Mm-mm. Dutch mafia. I literally wrote that down. That's my favorite thing. My favorite. Thing I feel like it's ending so up. Far. I feel like it's ending up in the podcast title. I'm almost feeling. Oh that. my god, Dutch mafia. That's the that's the lead. CPAC and I the Dutch to, mafia. I went to CPAC and I learned about the Dutch mafia. <laughs> that's great. Kids in bow ties. Way too many kids in ties. Way yeah. too many kids in ties. Well, I think a lot of them want to work in politics and and you know work for a senator and do those kinds of things. I mean, these kids are activists. They're yeah. Pretty dedicated, and I think they dress to impress to a certain level. I say that, you know, wear what you want to wear. Wear what you want to wear, but don't think a tie is expected, is what right. I'm saying to the... Yeah, there's no ties at this table. None. I'm never going to do it. Never. Like, I purposefully, in one of the decisions when I... Okay, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a comedian. That's a, this is what I'm going to do. I will never wear a suit. I, I'm just never going to well, do why it. why would you? That's not funny. Some people love it. Some people, it's their thing. You know what? I tell you I'm what, trying to think point, of a comedian that wears a suit. Oh, like Louis Black always wears. Oh, okay. uh, he yeah. always kind of dresses up. Steve Martin always used to like like wear a suit. It used to be a thing. You had to, had to, had to. Here's a funny little story. This is crazy, but like George Carlin to wear a suit <laughs> all the time. By this like, time I watched Carlin, he had like linen pants and a long shirt. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Long but like, hair. But like back in the day, oh, it's going to drive me crazy because I can't think of the name of the guy. I can't think of the name of the guy. He was like this hippie comedian, and he and George Carlin back in the day were part of like the same comedy group, like an improv group, and they did skits. George Carlin, very straight-laced, clean-cut, all this stuff. Then finally he had enough. He'd like watch this one dude do this hippie character mm-hmm. for a long, long time. And the guy was like, really, he drank too much, way too many drugs, yada, yada, yada. And George Carlin, one night, just finally went to him and goes, are you going to do anything with that? The guy goes, what do you mean? He's like, well, the, the, the jeans, the t-shirt, the da-da-da-da-da. No, it's just who I am, man. And George Carlin goes, I'm going to take that if you're cool with it. And the guy's like, yeah, absolutely, go for it. And George Carlin, just, a 180-degree flip. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I only knew hippie George. Yeah, and I cannot remember. It's too funny because... uh I work with a guy who who was there and got the story from George Carlin and the dude whose persona he took, right? <laughs> Just took his persona. But he made sure it was okay with it. And, and yeah, the, but you, and can, the, you and can't the guy, both wear jeans? I mean, I don't know. Well, back in the day, I guess in, in 1950, whatever. Yeah, so I miss learned- George. I do too. And uh, it's funny, just in terms of comedy, uh, 
the the flip side, the television show, we taped down at uh, Hermosa Beach Comedy and Magic right. Club. Now, George, in the last like two, maybe three years of, of his life, I didn't know he had a heart condition. I mm-hmm. had no idea of, of any of that. Um, he lived like right up the street, so he would come down to the comedy club all the time and just hang out and talk with comedians and watch shows and work on material and stuff. And that's one of my big regrets, that I never just got to hang out with that guy. That would However, be so cool. He was like super duper uh, happy at the end. Well, that's like, good. The, he did one HBO special where he was like, you know, the Catholic Church is liars, organized religion's horrible, there is no God. And you're like, there was just so much anger and so much venom. Right. And then you found, oh, his wife died. And ah. like, so he was just like working through all of mm-hmm. that on some level. And then uh, he met someone else. And so I'm, I'm, he found some happiness. That's good. There's always hope, America. Hope. We like hope. We believe in the Dutch Mafia and we believe in, the, in uh, yeah. George Carlin finding hope at the end. Well, you know, you're talking about hope and you mentioned the young kids that are here. I think that's hopeful. God bless them. God bless them. You know, if they're wearing bow ties, exactly. they'll, they'll outgrow it. Don't listen to me. But they're there here. Is no, here's the deal, though. There's no official uniform. Like, no, I, that's, no. That's one of the things I'm fighting against. I'm raging, raging, raging against the official uniform. Of the Republican um, Party. Yes, yes. They all wore it on stage. Oh, boy. There's the Fox News dress. And the suit with the red tie. And Trump started that. The red tie thing, that's all Trump. Oh, the red tie's been around for ages. It's a lot more prevalent now. Oh, well, I mean, there's always going to be that, you know, imitation is the sincerest form form of flattery. flattery. Jinx, rainbow Mm -hmm. jinx, double jinx, family jinx. You can't talk till I say your name. However, you You never say my name. Right. It's it's Liberty Gypsy. That's it. You, you know, I got the hoop earrings. See? I am so I'm so excited about Chicago and the waste industry and, and you. You're still gassing on that. It's hilarious. You don't it's think hilarious. it's just funny that I worked with the there, Teamsters? I think it's hilarious that there's a Dutch mafia that runs garbage <laughs> in Chicago. Like, well, the Dutch have all been bought out by multinational corporations, but. That's they all well, still work there. That's a well organized mafia. They're all rich and they still work. In the in the waste industry, are we in trouble now? Did did we like out them, or are we going to get visited by some Vanderhoeven in the middle of the night? Hey, don't go telling them about our secrets on your little podcast. No, oddly, I can't tell you that I ever actually worked with a Vanderhoeven. I just made it up. They're all Vander something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Disappointed in the lack of uh, of freaks. Disappointed in the like the official non official outfit uh, for for CPAC. We Maybe bring I missed our own it. Cool I feel like t-shirt. I feel like I missed it. I guess yeah. I didn't. I didn't see Trump. Uh, I didn't see Pence. I didn't see any like exciting speakers. There was, you know, what? There's no like, um, like electricity in here. It felt very flat. That's really? Just, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I will say it this way: less electricity, but it was always really neat. Angry electricity at Obama and the administration and all that. Yeah, but even that seems. But gone. people seem like relaxed this year. Like. It's it's going to be okay. That's how I took it. That's how I read it. Yeah. And I guess the people who did have their panties in a twist, they're, you know, whacked out about something, some little pet cause. Like, who was that dude who came up? The water guy? What was oh that all about? God. He wasn't whacked out. He had a story. I, but he was concerned about something. Like, what was his issue? Um, something about being water independent. Right. Right. And he Israel and Syria. And the reason Syria's at war is because they didn't take care of their water. 
Water's a big deal. Water is a big deal. I don't think religion had anything to do with it. Oh, maybe the guy, who knows? <laughs> I watch um, the History Channel a lot, and there was a special on there about the apocalypse, mm -hmm. right? And this goes right into my fear of the robots. Four, uh, like, science fiction guys, like futurists, were talking right. about, here's what's going to take us out. There was mm -hmm. one guy who's like, it, it'll, be a, it'll be a plague, right? Mm -hmm. One guy was like, it'll be the robots. Um... The zombie guy didn't get much love because zombies is never going to happen. Oh, I saw that. And then the last the water guy, guy was water. Mm -hmm. And this guy, it, it was very, very... I get nervous when people start ta talking about the desalination plants. I get very nervous when people are like, let's, gonna suck up let's, the ocean. let's start drinking the ocean. I get extremely nervous. Oh, well, that's that. what he wanted us to do. Yeah, no. No? No. No? no. We, have, we have to leave before we start drinking the ocean. Like, you're not allowed... Like, because do not really, touch. we have a government agency that's responsible for keeping our water clean, and if all they did was keep our water and our air clean, we probably wouldn't hate them as much as they do. We're talking about the EPA, of right? Of course. If they Who's stop, the new head of the EPA? Oh, they hate him. It's another name. He's a he, he's pronounce. a former attorney general that actually was part of a lawsuit against the EPA. I know that's EPA. that's what everybody says. Oh, this guy he hates the EPA. He's he sued him. To, I think that's great. So do I. If he can whip them into doing their jobs and not that would actively be awesome. polluting our waterways. However, we've talked about this before. I we gotta have clean water. We yeah, have no problem with clean water. There is and clean air. Yes. Yes. There is no river that you can, like drink out of in America and live. I think there might be one like in Alaska, but like most of them, it's like not recommended. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's terrifying. Well, you're from Ohio. You know what they did to the Great Lakes. Have I ever told the Great Lakes story? No. On this podcast. Mm -mm. 1970, blah blah, whatever. Before my day, uh, the Cuyahoga River, right there off of Lake Erie, you know, mm -hmm. gets so polluted. Uh, and I don't know how it happened. It caught on fire. The, the Just lake like burst into flame. Some somebody threw a mat. Who I don't know how it started. It started burning. Fire department shows up. They don't know how to put it out. And, and everybody's like, "Well, we'll just wait." And eventually, it goes out. And like, this is bad. Like, it's really like bad. You probably shouldn't swim in there anymore. When your water catches fire, mm -hmm. so. They they tried to figure out a way to deal with the problem. Now, Lake Erie, incredibly polluted, incredibly just horrible. So as they're trying to figure out what to do, they just pass a law going, stop throwing junk in. You can't dump, you can't do any of that. So a year later, they get their plan into action. Oh, I know what we should do. They go back and they check the water, and it is, like, done a complete 180, and it has, like, cleansed itself. It turns because out like, that's what nature does. Exactly. Exactly. So just leave it the F alone. Just stop actively polluting. Like that. Wait, that, stop that, turning the rivers orange in Colorado? Yes. Yes. Like that should that. be like the EPA's number one job is like making sure people don't litter and don't like actively put chemicals in the water supply. Like if that, that's the only job. Well, and then something to do with air. They got two jobs. Yeah, two, two jobs. jobs. Other than that, just leave us alone. Yes. Yes. Stop using the EPA as a weapon. They've weaponized our government against us. Now I'm a total wackadoo. How'd you like the chemtrails? <laughs> I forget whose podcast I was doing. Recently, this guy's a very level-headed fellow. Kind of, he does like a political thing, but it's not all the way to the right. It's not all the way to the left. He's kind of like in the middle, like, you know, figuring things out as he goes. He was telling me off the air that he did a little bit of research into the chemtrails. He says there's something to it. Really? I am not kidding. That he is there's something to it. Well, you know, if we had a thing of internet-connected computers, we could probably yeah. research that. We should look into it. Now, yeah. I, 
I don't know. That's all I'm saying. It's like a little weird. Like you're having a conversation with a dude. And you're like, well, that was weird, and this is good, and that's bad. And yeah, and, and you know, and like, oh, the Grammys and the Oscars and this, that, and then, oh yeah, yeah. But I'm not a chemtrail guy. And he's like, whoa, dude, there might be something there. That's it was really creepy. It was you're like, really creepy. Yeah. And he goes, no, no, no. I thought you were so level headed, and now I'm all like, hmm. Yeah, when your friend on the left is like, yeah, there might be something. There. <laughs> oh, oh, and okay. I'm a coward. I'm a co- I'm a total coward. I'm like, I'm not gonna do research. I don't want to believe. It. I don't want to be a chemtrail guy. I'm terrified that if I look, I'll believe it, and then I'll be the chemtrail guy. <laughs> I don't want to be the chemtrail guy. No, don't be that guy. No. Oh my goodness. But Trump's speech seemed well received. I think he did the greatest hits. I think he has. It's all downhill from here. No know? more rah rah. You don't think he's, he's going to have to come up with new shtick if he I wants to get done everything he wants to get done. There's going to have to be new stuff. I don't know. I don't think he needs any more bits. I think he's he's got his hour. It's a solid hour. He's still got you know build the wall and and all that stuff. But he doesn't have like something in there on Obamacare. He needs to come the up with lie in media. He's got yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, he, I guess I heard that he said something to that effect in his speech here. And it and crushed. It crushed because he said, I'm not going to name names. So the audience started screaming the names. Oh, what, of, the, of the news outlets? Yeah, of the news outlets they don't think are particularly friendly or maybe telling the whole story. Well, they're not. I know. And that's the, that's the, uh, the, the most, the most telling moment was the, uh, the, the press conference where he's like, I'm having a great time. I know what you're going to write. I'm losing my mind. I'm unhinged. He got blah, blah, blah. I'm having fun. And then that evening, he's unhinged. He's crazy. So that's, that's really all you need to see. They can just take those two video clips and just, just show those back to back. And that's all you need. Like fake news is done. Like we've covered that. Right. I have no, I have no more worries about about fake news. They're just going to keep doing it. Yeah. Here's all they'd have to do. It's really, it's, I've, I've thought about it. Here's all they have to do. Cover the news factually for like a month. Just a month. Just tell month. everybody, just cover exactly what happened. Keep your opinion out of it. And then there'll be like this great reset. And everybody go, oh, I guess this is what the news is now. They just do the news and then start sneaking your opinion back in. You'll, you'll trick a whole new generation. You'll trick a whole new generation. But we've already talked about this too. So much of the 24-hour news cycle is opinion. Yes. It's not news. Yes, and I and we solved that one too. That's which is the other thing that I love about this show and the flip side and all that stuff. We've solved. There should be like just a little scroll along the bottom. This is opinion. This is an opinion. This is not this is news. Opinion. Yes, absolutely. And you should be able to tell the difference. My other big thing. Yes. From uh, CPAC, no good good giveaways. Oh, we must have missed them. Like I didn't get a I didn't get a backpack. I didn't get a keychain. Well, no, no, no. Backpacks are for the paying attendees. People pay. Yeah. We didn't pay, did No. We? Oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> thank the Lord. Oh, my gosh. Who is the guy? I'm not going to name names. I'm not like, going to name names. We interviewed this dude, and uh, he's like, I'm like, oh, is this your first CPAC or whatever? And, and he's like, yeah. I don't show up unless they write me a check. they got to give me a big, fat check before I go. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you are the poster boy for the problem. <laughs> you are the dick <laughs> that nobody... I, I, I'm only interested in money. It's money, money, money. Oh, really? And that's going to change the way people perceive the, the conservative <laughs> movement? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. If they pay me, if they pay me. Jerk. What a jerk. What a jerk. What a jerk. I got a I got a button. I got uh, free markets, free people. That's we like from, that. Uh, TP USA. I think that's the toilet paper. No, it's Tea Party. Oh. Yeah, the Tea Party's still here. They keep they just keep backing into it. Backing into TP it. TP USA. Yeah. You never saw the Trump Pence logo with TP? 
Well, it says Trump Pence, doesn't it? It's not TP. Is anybody well, doing toilet paper it had, jokes about them? Oh, when the, lo- be, when, right? the lo- when the logo came out, yes. Yes. Yeah, but you gotta yeah. go Trump Pence. You can't go Pence Trump. Well, no, you ha- you have to go Trump Pence, but you don't have to put the T through the circle in the P. Oh, that was an awesome one. <laughs> I love that one. I love that. There was one. so much to the, say right? about that one. Yeah, and there's a little animation. Yeah, you can do that's a good logo. Yeah, that needed to be rethought immediately. Okay. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed that. Like somebody was like, "This is a train wreck," and they showed it to me. Like, no, no, no there's a little. Th- that's kind of funny. It's kind of edgy. It's edgy and hip. Millennials will love it. Let's give them some sunglasses. That was hilarious too. That poor soul. That poor soul. Everybody's chasing the millennial vote. I get it. I dig it. I understand what you're trying. There's to do. a lot of them. The problem is. Uh, with, with what people try to do is like, oh, you know, we'll do, we're going to take a big pile of money. We're going to get a big, big pile of money. We're going to get the millennial vote. You know, we're going to do a t-shirt. We're going to have a t-shirt that says this. And we're going to spend all this money on t-shirts, slogans, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, so I was making fun of that guy a little bit. Like, oh, you got a free t-shirt? And he's like, no, I got sunglasses. Like, give away sunglasses. Oh, that'll do it. You'll change, you'll change their mind. Some young college kid who's like, uh, a, a tried and true, uh, Democrat, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna, All about social justice. All about social justice. And you go, wait a second, my man. Mm-hmm. Wait one second. Have you ever thought about being a conservative? No. Perhaps you enjoy these complimentary sunglasses. Whoa! I see the world differently now. It changed you my mind. You did not like what he had to say about social security, though. That was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like to me, I mean, I, mean, I do a big hunk. I got this new hunk, and I'm doing my act about Social Security. That's right, America. Social Security jokes. But like, you don't even mess with it. It was a, it was a janky, yeah, no, it was a janky system to begin with. It is a Ponzi scheme, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. However, we all were forced to sign up for the Ponzi scheme. So don't tell me you're going to change. I'm almost at the top of the pyramid, right? Well, you know, no, like, you're like, not that close because they keep moving the I'm, age up. I, no, they better not. <laughs> <laughs> They're still moving it nope, up. Nope. Still moving it up. Nope. By the time we get there, it'll be 70, 72. Nope. Yup. Nope. I will. I would, it, not on my watch. <laughs> not on my watch. 65, bitches. 65. It's already 67. 60 is, we're rolling it back. We're rolling it back. You don't do that. You know you, you're you never work, getting social when I was security, 14, right? Oh, yes, I will. <laughs> Every penny. Every Michael's going to start his own revolution. <laughs> I have receipts. You have receipts? I have receipts. You have the letter they send you every year. Yes. You're not You're not allowed to... I'm writing it down. That's a Michaeltopia. You're not allowed to send me in the mail a receipt for the money that I'm owed and then tell me that you don't owe me the money. Yeah, never no. going to happen. That's on your letterhead, bitch. <laughs> I didn't make this up. I have, I, have, uh, uh, I have check stubs from when I was 14 years old. Right? Right. Like, hey, we took this out. We got you. We owe you that. Did yeah, you really pay you Social do. Security tax at 14? I think for my first job, yeah. Really? this horrible job. Me and a buddy, watch out for doing stuff on a dare. That's a good <laughs> it's a good cautionary tale for the youth of today. Me and my buddy, Kevin Sutherland, we had a, we had a, a, a bet. Mm-hmm. Like, who could get a job first, right? So I won the bet, and I got this really, really horrible job stocking a fabric store. 
It was horrible, right? He got a job working at a grocery store. He got like in with the union, was making a boatload of, of money. He did really well. And I like, I got fired after like a month. Because <laughs> like, you were miserable? These angry old lesbians worried about their swatches and their <laughs> bolts of fabric. And I'm like, is it really this important? Is it really this important? But you had to win the bet. So you took the first job yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. my dad was out. I can remember it like it was yesterday. My dad's out grilling. I come home, first paycheck. And I'm like, woohoo, I look at it, and then he points out, hey, look at this. And the government mm-hmm. took that home, and I was like, so bummed out. I didn't prepare my son for that. Really? Really. He came home, and he's like, Mom, what's this? I'm like, those are taxes. Oh, yeah. Look at what they took. Yeah. It's only going to get worse. And that is where <laughs> a conservative is born. Mm-hmm. It's not because he got a t-shirt or a, or a pair of sunglasses. It's that paycheck. It's the paycheck and having the government take something with you without or from you without asking. And then you get nothing for it. Nothing. Because you work and you take care of yourself. Right? <laughs> you know. It's just and then you're like, well, at least that money will be there for me no, when I it retire. Won't. There, if you look at polling of people in the millennial age group, none of them believe they will have social security. That's none great. None of them. That's great. None of them. That's awesome. That's great. They know going in. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. When that. did you figure out it was a Ponzi scheme? When did I, oh, years ago. So However, you knew it at some point. I was about halfway through the thing, right? <laughs> I just need to get like three more people to work for me, and then I go up to platinum level. No. <laughs> right? Because like. <laughs> Because that's how it works. Like, everybody's pitching in, and a couple people are retiring. So as you get closer to the top of that pyramid, like, now I can see it. Like, it, hopefully I it, can't it will see happen. It. And then they're telling me, no, no, no. No, I can't see it. You're not allowed to do it. So, riddle me this. Okay. If the government just said, we're going to keep what we've taken. Yeah. Or we'll give you back 50% of what you paid in. Okay. And then we'll never take that tax out of your check again. Would you go for that if you no. could? No. No? No. No? I want all of it. You won't ever get all of it. I want all of it. <laughs> you, you need to, something that people need to know about me. Weird shit sets me off, right? <laughs> I am one of those people, like, it's about... It's about what it symbolizes. Mm-hmm. People are like I can't. Hear, that's just a piece of. That's just a piece of popcorn on the floor. Like fucking pick it up because that means something. <laughs> it is a symbol of how much you care about your environment. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. Okay. Right. So you don't start making deals. You, no. You start. You know, tell you what we're gonna do. Tell you, how about we give you back half, and then we'll, we'll never, we'll never do it again. Like I'm, I'm gonna beat you up every day on your way to school. I'm gonna beat you up. Don't worry. On the last day, you get a cake, right? You don't go, listen, I'm not going to beat you up today, but there's no cake. And I'm supposed to be happy about that? Where's my cake, bitch? I want my Social Security cake. That I've sounds bitch like-, like eight times in the show. I have so much rage. So much rage today. I'm sorry. I feel like it's my fault. No. Totally no. my fault. No, it's really weird. I'm glad we're videotaping this. Like, it's getting dark now, yeah. and it's getting creepy. Like, there could be a zombie attack at any moment. I would not be surprised. <laughs> like, there's, there's moments in your life where you're like, if there was a zombie attack right now, it would be like, shocking. This so, is not but, one of them. this darkness falls over to see back, you're like, fucking, it makes perfect sense. It's <laughs> 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 It would make perfect sense. <laughs> and I would defend myself with this American flag. And it would save my life. Oh. All right, then. Where were you? During the zombie attack, I was in Seabac. <laughs> Thank God that kid from the Heritage Foundation gave me a cup of fruit. 
I think we need a moment. Oh, it's great. <laughs> oh, God. It's ridiculous. Uh, oh, these poor souls. What do they want? What do they want? What do they want? What do they want? Well, now they want Trump to do the stuff he said he was going to do. Everybody. Everybody yeah. here. What do they yeah. want? Well, is they that want it? to make sure. Is, that, is this the last CPAC? I guess there'll, there'll be another one because you got yeah. another election. Oh, next year we go into midterms. What and does hopefully, that mean? What does that mean? We're talking well, about? that's every two years we have elections and some senators and some... So there's always some yeah. that's like senators and junk? Yeah. Then, then and we want what? more. We want more. We want, we want, we want more of less. Right? We no, no, no. We want we, small government. We, so we want, want small government, but we want more Republicans in the House and the Senate. Remember at the beginning of the show when I was like, should I be upset? Should I be concerned that they're taking a break? You know, they're taking a, a week off? I should be. You should be. You're That's paying a very, them. very, very bad sign. It's a very bad sign. Because now they got to fire up their re-election campaigns like Toronto. Right. And and uh, I will be merciless. I oh, yeah, be, no. I no. will be merciless. Well, I asked several people. You know, there's this rhetoric out in the media. You know, you hear it from Bill O'Reilly. You hear it from Sean Hannity. You know, Trump's moving. Trump's doing stuff. Yeah. He's getting stuff done. Congress isn't doing anything. They're slow playing. They're slow playing like, one guy I sat and talked to, he's like, there is no reason on day one there couldn't have been a one-line bill that said, repeal Obamacare. Well, that's, that's, I don't know. Everybody's like, how can they not be ready? How can they not be ready? Because I think the, the plan, it seems like it's still a viable plan, let the whole thing go down in flames. Yeah, but would you want would you want it to do that on your watch if you could prevent it? No, but I think Trump's got one watch. I don't think he's gonna be uh, you know the whole the, the, he's not gonna be the whole shooting match. He's I think he's probably gonna be one and done. Yeah, I think Pence will run in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, he's so, had his little thing and he proved he could do it. Is, it was it, fun. It, it might be the best thing, really, to just go. <laughs> you know what? We tried and it didn't work out. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, but those people you talk to, Liberty Health Show. Like their plan. You know what? That was a little. I was a little uneasy with that. It's been and working for years. And I want to make really. Mm-hmm. They started before Obamacare. Right. I know that guy was saying that, but I was just a little uneasy with the whole thing. Yeah. No. They're um. Like the, I thought. I thought they were going to interview. Mm-hmm. Right. And oh, the flip side is this. And oh, you know, you two America and family entertainment. Blah 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 blah. And then I'm like, I'm pimping an insurance company. When did this? When did this happen? When did I become the uh, the spokesman for? It, it was very odd. It was okay. Very odd. Now, are you odd. with those guys? Am I with them? Yeah. I'm with that type of setup. There's actually okay. there's actually a lot of organizations that do that now because Obamacare is unaffordable. Right. Now, I want to say this. At, at face value, mm-hmm. it seemed like a very a great idea. Yeah. It seemed like a wonderful idea. I was just a little uncomfortable with I Listen, I don't... Not like I'm a celebrity or something. <laughs> right? But like people who do endorsements are usually very, 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 very picky mm-hmm. about it. They want to make sure. Like you see Tom Selleck pimping something, you know, like reverse mortgages, you better, uh, zombie attack, zombie Oh my attack. god. Hell. Right? <laughs> right? You are on to something. <laughs> People are like fighting their way in the door. I would, <laughs> I'm glad we're videotaping this. I would not be surprised. Next comes the frogs. <laughs> and then rivers of fire. The gay frogs. Oh, yeah. The gay frogs. That was yeah. fantastic. Hopefully we can hear it. Hopefully, we can. Oh, well, I know we can. Hopefully it, our, our listeners can hear it. Oh, my God. Look at that. That's, That's crazy. fantastic. Yeah, for This is like a, a giant event on the radio. Uh, for you people who are not watching this and who are listening, the sky is gray. There is just massive, massive, massive amounts of it. It is uh, of biblical proportion. Oh, it just stopped. Yep. 
There you go. Waiting for the frogs. Right? Then then comes the hail that's on fire. Uh, then the moon will turn to blood. And it's a wrap. <laughs> but. Oh, then, yeah. I will stab a zombie in the eye with this. Scramble his brain. The old there you Scarlet go. Gray. Scarlet and Gray. Ohio State. The old red, white, the blue. Ohio State. The Ohio State Buckeyes. You know what's been fun? What? I can't, what the heck were we talking about before the biblical hailstorm? Oh, the insurance thing. The, oh, yeah, the insurance thing. So, I, I didn't, nothing against that company. Mm-hmm. It probably is a wonderful company and it probably works and, you know, tens of thousands of people are very happy. Right. However, it was, I felt like I was put on the spot by that. Like I was somehow endorsing it and I'm not. Look into it. Maybe it's a great thing. Maybe it really works. Oh, I'm going to look into it. After talking to the girl in front? Yeah. I made a joke. Here's the deal. Uh, for the people who are listening, there's this company. I can't even remember the name of them. Everybody pitches in, and everybody pitches into some giant uh, healthcare fund. fund. Yeah. And if you get sick, it's your turn to take out money, and you get your bills taken care of. It sounds wonderful. You get, mm-hmm. a, you get a boatload of people to pay in. A few people are taking it out. And then as a joke, uh, I'm like, so how many people are involved in the thing? And the guy's like, oh, it's like 55,000 uh, families. I'm like, okay, what happens when 45,000 of them are hit by a bus? And he's like, that can happen. <laughs> and I'm like, do you have a contingency plan? Because like... That's I'm, with every insurance company, though. It is, it is, it is. Like, if, if, if we got hit with the plague, Blue Cross Blue Shield would go broke, broke so. Well, yeah, but like if everybody, listen, if everybody gets the plague, listen, you're not going to be calling up Blue Cross Blue Shield, but like if 55,000 people are hit by a bus tomorrow, Blue Cross, they can take that. They can take that hit. They can. Yeah. And that's part of the reason they cost so much. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. However, I'm not endorsing things. That was the weird part. Like, that we're doing an interview, and it suddenly takes a shift, and got real yeah. salesy, and I'm just not in it. Right. Unless I know going in. Fun stuff. Who, you know what? You know what? One of the more fun things that happened. What is like uh, putting uh, faces to name? I'm seeing a lot of Twitter people. Yep. Out here. Lots of Twitter people here. Yeah, and that's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, yeah. I saw there's a there's a dude. Um, I remember his uh, Twitter name or whatever, but I see him all the time on there. I just uh, saw him in the hallway. He's a giant. He's an absolute giant. A giant? Yeah, this dude, he tweets all the time, and you see his face, and it's in his profile, and you're like, okay, I have a pretty good idea of what that human being would look like. You're totally wrong. Whoa! Totally wrong. Yeah, right? I mean, like, a giant, like, almost seven foot, like, crazy, crazy. Well, they did. T-shirts, buttons, yes. They did pull one thing out of the the conference from one of Trump's candidates. What? Well, Betsy DeVos, 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 whatever, um... I wonder if she's Dutch. You say, uh, I, I hear she is in the Dutch Mafia, <laughs> and she's going to clean up our schools. With there her you go. In the she has to get into one first. Ah. Oh, wasn't that hilarious? Didn't one of those guys end up being <coughs> an illegal alien? What? Yeah, when she, that, that, that video that was going around last week or whatever, <coughs> she's trying to get into the school, the people block her. One of the dudes blocking her is like an illegal immigrant. Did they deport him? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> You might want to rethink the whole, uh, I'm here for social justice. Hey, where's your papers, guy? <laughs> papers? Are they really saying that kind of stuff? No, they might as well, though. <laughs> might as well? Right, isn't that the big papers? Where your I really papers? think it's papers, just directed please. at criminals right now. I think that's who's being deported. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is a great idea. I got zero problem with it. None. Zero problem with it. Even the woman... Did you hear about the woman? I think it was in Arizona. What happened with her? She was 
She was picked up by ICE in court, getting a restraining order against her abuser, who turned her in. Oh! Yes. But she had a record. Oh! (laughs) Yeah. What was Mm -hmm. her thing? She had to leave. But, like, what was her what was her crime? What did she Oh, falsification done? of documents, everything. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are we going to give them... A, do, do you get the one cheat? No. Like, you, you broke into the country. We're not going to... So we're not going to... Um, you broke into the country. That's your one here. cheat. Right. So you get one. You get the mulligan on that one. Well, you right? don't really get the mulligan on it, but I think where the focus is right now. So you came here illegally. Why are we going to pay to feed and clothe and, and maintain you in our prison system? We're not. We're going to send you home. Right. Now that's what I'm all up. So I guess yeah. I'm, I guess I'm with the mulligan on this. Like you broke in, you've been hanging out. You're oh, doing, no. you're See, doing I'm a total okay. kamikaze. You're, you're like just get- No, no welfare, no Obamacare, no food. And we're not doing ESL anymore. Not doing it. ESL. English is a second language. Oh, yeah, that's done. That's done, right? That's, oh my that's been God. proven not to work. Well, it's not just that. I mean, that's taxpayer dollars going to pay to teach illegal immigrants' children how to speak English and be successful in this country. And there's some school districts in California that have to teach, like, 16 different languages. Like, hire teachers that speak, like, Somali and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember at one point in time, I forget what it was in California, they were doing both at the same time. You Mm -hmm. have to teach as much in English as you have to do in Spanish, and it was like a a two-year-long experiment that just failed horribly, horribly, horribly. There's there's a lot of things they've tried in California schools that have failed horribly, horribly, horribly. Are they done? Is California? I, I I don't want them to succeed. I guess I would miss them. But part of me, like... You know, like, when in, in like, a, a sitcom or an old TV show, the kid decides to run away, mm-hmm. the parents are like, no, don't worry about it. Let him. That's what I want to happen with California. <laughs> like, you no, want no, them to let come him, crawling let him, back. Yeah. Like, yeah. let them run away, and they have to spend the night like, by themselves. Like, it's scary out here. Can we come home? Oh, of course, your mom and I love you. That's what I want. That's what I want to have, have happen to California. I just want them to, like, stop treating the Constitution like a suggestion. What are they doing that's anti-constitutional? Oh, my God, that whole, all of the gun laws they've passed, you know, where people have to I turn... I need specifics. They have to turn in their ARs. There's certain types of ammunition you can't buy that have nothing to do... You have do. to turn in your AR? Yeah, done. Can't have one anymore. You cannot have one in the state of California. In the state of California. Why not? Because it's a scary-looking gun. Wow. So you can, you can go, you can go with a shotgun, you can have a handgun, but the Not AR, even all the of AR those 15. anymore. Anything semi-automatic, done. Wow. Yeah, done. When did this happen? Uh, right af- right before Trump was elected. Wow. You gotta give me a heads up on this. This is the kind of thing I need to know. <laughs> I'm gonna go shooting with that girl. Yeah. Uh, that Olympic girl. Mm-hmm. We, we gotta set that up. We're gonna set we that gotta up. We gotta set that up. I wanna film it. I wanna have it on the television show. I'm so. going to. But learn. you're not gonna be able to shoot any cool guns. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say, well, we'll go to Vegas and shoot, but I don't wanna do that. And realistically, I'm not. I'm not gonna drive to Vegas with a stranger. No. Nah, not if, being weird. Well, road trip. I wonder if we get, well, okay. Well, I wanna document, what's the girl? I can't remember the girl's name. She's like the Olympic Lost. shooter. Someone's gonna try to hook it up. I want to Cam film the whole thing. From NRA News. I want to film the whole thing uh, for the flip side. I want to buy a shotgun, but I want to get a great shotgun. You know, I want a cool one. Yeah. If I can't get a cool shotgun in California, my heart's gonna break, and I'll, then I'll get mad. You can still get a cool one. You just can't get a semi-automatic one. Oh, that's what I want. The- Semi, like, I, like I want. That's what I want. Just like the lay them out. You want an AR? My brother got one. My well, he doesn't live one. in California, does No, he? he lives in Ohio. He loves it. He can it. have one in Ohio. He loves it. I can have one in Georgia. You know Georgia. why that's such a popular gun? Why? They're awesome. 
Exactly. They're like, fun to shoot. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. loves them. So this is so weird. I, I don't know. Maybe I've had some big uh, personal turning point for me, but I realize now I'm all about uh, guns and social security. I'm officially an old man. <laughs> it's happened. Next stop, Viagra. Well, you started reading the articles in Playboy. Oh, yeah. That according, according, according to the uh, last podcast. That was a sad day. That was a, that sad, was a day. sad day. However, I'm always like, I can appreciate, I can appreciate the hottie. Like, I, like, I look, listen, I open up a Playboy, I look, I'm like, yep, that is like a beautiful girl. Incredibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. God love her and God bless uh, her. And Hope the, they the paid dude. her well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've got it, go for it. And that's the other thing. And I'll say it. It's getting a little, it's getting a little uh, quiet in here. I thought there would be a hotter chair. <laughs> I really did. I really did. I yeah? Thought, yeah. I thought there would be more chick. Very, very surprised. Very, very low. surprised? Yes. Yes. Okay. But you've been here before, so you know. I, I'm not surprised. But like where, like like Dana Lash came in, she zipped in, she zipped out. But I thought there would be, like, she's a hottie. I thought there would be more girls of that ilk they were all speaking really we were out here in the hallway that's the other thing we put our we best don't... on stage michael come on <laughs> in their fox news dresses yes okay so we got a cup i got a sticker i got a flag i got a button the giveaways were abysmal the giveaways were abysmal we should bring fun I giveaways i didn't get a keychain i tell you what we come back here next year we will mm-hmm. we will and if we have a cool giveaway we better have a boatload of them Oh, yeah. absolute boatload of them. Uh Uh-huh. Because we will be the hot chick at the prom. We will be, like, that's the other thing about this. This is not rocket science. Mm -hmm. It's pretty... I guess what the conservative movement is like... um, Good ambassadors? Yes. Yes. Like, really? uh, Fun, fun, fun. Yes. Right? Let's have, a like, a, a flip side slide whistle that farts when you step on it. Something. Let's just... A whoopee cushion? Yes. Yes. Something. Mm-hmm. Just. You know what we could do? We as could low as coming to that. I'm not we really going to make a whoopee cushion. Flip side. <laughs> Farts are funny, but I'm not going to embrace we it. We could just put one on every chair on Media Row the night before next year and just see what happens. And we could How? tape it. Okay. Now, it is like lowest common denominator stuff, right? Totally like lowest. Lowest, lowest of common the low de- yep. is the fart joke. How hilarious would it be, though? Like, honestly, if, like, Tucker Carlson gives a big speech next year, he just sits down and cuts a huge one. Like, that would be <laughs> hilarious. Like, we're both laughing about it. Tucker wouldn't, it. Tucker wouldn't know what to do. Oh, yes, he would. Oh, Tucker might. There's lots of people who wouldn't, he would, though. He would realize. There's oh, lots of people who wouldn't. But something, something of that. Just something that's 100% fun. That's what's missing. Really weird slide whistles that make crazy noises. Something, you know? Yeah. I said slide whistle was the first like, the thing that popped in my head, but like, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking of like cheap novelties that you can get from China, like the nose and the some just straight up fun. Like, you know that friend you go out with on a Friday night? Yeah. That, that over, over serves themselves? Yes. Yes, you've been out with that friend, right? Yes. Had that friend been that friend? <laughs> I know no one like that. No one. Really? I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Like it was like it's a, I was looking at my notebook and I heard it. I'm like that sounded genuine and it was shocking and I didn't believe it to be true. It's not. Okay. Um, but um, and then they get up the next morning. Yeah. They got a funny color. They don't look like themselves. They don't act like themselves. Right? They're hungover. Oh, okay. The conservative movement is hungover from eight years of Obama. They really forgot to ha- how to have fun for eight years. Honestly. Do you think it was ever there? 
Yeah, I think it was more really? than it is now, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. more than it is now. Yeah, like, this okay. is like, this is like, ugh. There's like but weird, you know what? what? The one thing you did say during this conference is you can say you voted for Trump and you don't feel like you have to. Yeah, that's been the, that's been the best part, the, the relaxation you can be happy. factor. You don't have to worry and look over your shoulder and be nervous. Wow. And then also, uh, and it's me once again, like, recognizing uh, the problem and being a little bit overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. And because that's what we're supposed to be doing. It's like the fun. The fun. The fun. And I... I, uh, the college try. Yesterday was a great day. Met a lot of great people. Had a good time. We laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was a fun day. Good times. And maybe, like, maybe the battery is just uh, empty. The tank maybe, is but just you're empty like, right you're now. like bringing it. I mean, these guests are used to going and doing serious policy and da da da, da and they were laughing with you. That's unusual. You brought the laughter. You know what? And then I, but more. more. Next year, more. Like an insane, like now, it's like being a doctor uh, at, at an ER, right? Mm-hmm. They've brought in the patient. And We're I've, going to fix and I've it. Heard, like, I've never been here before, so I've heard about the patient. I've heard about the trauma. I've heard about this, this, and that. So now I'm here. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, worse than I thought. <laughs> We're going to need uh, a lot more blood. Uh, we're going to need some robot legs and all kinds of shit. Because it's not like, it, I mean, it's not like like flatline or anything, but like, yeah, we we, yeah. we got to get. We We've gotta, got a serious fun injection problem. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Normally I hear fun injection. I go someplace very dirty, but I'm not going to do that. It's CPAP. CPAP. Do we have any Michael Topias based I on I CPAP? Have, I have a couple. You have a couple? I have a couple. I, I have, have a, one. And I have a new sign-off for the show that I'm going to steal. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're stealing it? Yes. I thought that was frowned upon. It is frowned upon. However, this is like, I think it's okay in the world of radio because it's like an homage. I wouldn't do this on a TV show. Okay. But, um, ooh, that's thunder. Thunder Th- and lightning. Thunder? Outside. It's, it's happening. It's happening. I still Pretty don't see frogs. zombies. Defend yourself with the flag. From the zombie hordes. Um, okay, Michael Topias. In the in the real world, there's a bunch of crazy rules that we're expected to live by, and you don't like them, and you wish they changed. That's why I live in Michael Topia, where there's different rules, and everything makes sense. <clears throat> in Michael Topia, you are allowed to break character if you're an historical reenactor. Okay. Okay. Like I get it. You've spent a lot of money on an outfit, and you're walking around the premises, and you're doing the thing where you're you're from old time colonial days. And then when I do my little bit with you, and I go, "Hey, good job, man. Don't keep talking to me like it's colonial days. <laughs> all right? You're still a human being. We're all playing dress up and make believe. You can break character. I'm not gonna be like throw him out of the historical reenactment society. He broke character. There's nothing that says you're not allowed to to break character. So in Michaeltopia, when somebody goes, "Hey, good job," you go, "Oh, hey, thanks a lot. That's all." Just as you, right? Just Just as as you, just as like whatever Joe. There is a little the data analysis guy who works. There is a little strange sort of cosplay that goes on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I did, when I was at Politicon, I interviewed these guys. They were like they they were comedians. They did the Founding Fathers, and Mm -hmm. they didn't break character every time they were on camera. They didn't break it and break. We got we got the segment done. I'm like, hey, you guys, that was great. That was really funny. They're like, oh yeah, hey, thanks a lot. You know, and that's all it was. That's all it was. We're all grown ups. We know you're not that dude. Yes. 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 All right. You have a Michael Tobia. In Michael Tobia, it is not allowed that you wear a suit coat, a button up shirt, and a pair of shorts. It's really just not allowed. Really. Really. That is such a bad look. Angus Young. From ACDC, that's a bad look? Not Angus Young. No, 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 no. You did not see this? What, dudes running around in, in, in blazers and suits and shorts? Yeah. They're, they're like plaid shorts and oh. they're like pink shorts. Mm-hmm. and they're like, No, that's a bad look. And and no man, no man ever should wear pink shorts. I'm just saying. Well, that's dudes peacocking. 
Peacocking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a thing. I forget the name of the book. It came out many, 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 many years ago uh, where you dress outrageously mm -hmm. just to have people look at you so you stand out from the uh, crowd. Just as a peacock will spread its tail to attract mm -hmm. a mate, you wear like a big pink shirt or pink shorts or some crazy floral print so, so women will look and go, who's that guy, right? And then you throw out an egg. Throwing, you, you throw out a, like a backhanded negative compliment mm -hmm. to the girl to make her feel like, like that you're different and you're not like the other guys. So some girl comes up to you and she's like, hey, what's your name? So you're just telling me these are misguided college boys. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Who have read a book who think they're going to get more action if they wear pink shorts. Wow. Yes. I can tell you what would have happened yeah. when I was their age, but we won't go there. Yeah, you've got a great, uh, and then throwing out an egg is like, wow, your nose, face, so beautiful. Your plastic surgeon is awesome. You know, just like a little, you're beautiful, however, it must, yeah, that's what it wow. is. Wow. That's yeah. terrible. Oh, there's, and there's people who are insanely okay, There's good no at peacocking it. in Michael Topia. <laughs> Everyone knows it's wrong. I just changed my Michael Topia. All right. <laughs> uh, in Michael Topia, if you have to say the phrase, the reason that's interesting, you have to stop talking. You're done. When someone is telling you a piece of information and halfway through or at the, or the beginning point, okay, and now the reason that's interesting. No, you're done. I'm done. That's like the same thing for, uh, long story short. If you, if you are saying the phrase long story short, stop. It's already too long. You're done. You're uninteresting. You're boring. Stop talking. Okay. So in Michael Topia, when you're working on a show mm -hmm. and the person helping to produce the show is gone and a weirdo comes up and wants to get on the show, I'm looking at you, Jim. I'm looking at you. Uh, you dispatch them all on your own. Yes. Yes. This is how, in Michael Topia and the real world, if you're doing a, uh, a television show from CPAC, yes. and anybody comes up wanting to maybe be on the show, you get their information. And you send them away. Send them away. <laughs> we we'll will get call back you. to you. Yeah. You don't go stand right there. Hold on. I'll, I'll get her. I'll get her. Now, the reason that's interesting. Bang. <laughs> All right. That is our CPAC show. Uh, free markets, free people. That's TPUSA. Big government sucks, they say. Uh, opportunity for all favoritism. None, they say. Uh, America is worth fighting for. We like that one. We do. So some of these are keepers. Everyone, everyone here, their heart is in the right place. All of them are beautiful for different reasons. Uh, we're we're made, we're passing some judgments on attire and stuff, but whatever. It's whatever. A, we is, just need to have more. Fun. There's room for everybody. Yes. Watch out next year. I'm I'm serious. There's going to be nudity, fireworks, and slide <laughs> whistles, and whoopee cushions, and uh, crazy gum. It's gonna there's going to be candy. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna make a change. Like next year, we are going to be the change agents. I swear to God, I'm hoping change for this freaking conference. <laughs> hoping change. Hoping change. We have had a great time. We will uh, see you next week on the Loftus Party. And here we go. This is from the movie Big Trouble in Little China. Oh God. A movie my wife hates, and she hates me for loving it. It's a line of dialogue from Big Trouble in Little China. So I'm not stealing. This is the homage. Next week we'll see you on the Loftus Party. Until then, may the wings of liberty never lose a feather. <laughs> <laughs>